You're listening to Titans Time, the tailor-made podcast for all Tennessee Titans fans. Welcome back to another episode of Titans Time. I'm your host, Tanner Staggs. Joining me, as always, my co-host, Tyler Staggs. We have a special guest today, the 2007 Conference USA Defensive Player of the Year and former Tennessee Titans linebacker, Gerald McGrath. Gerald, how you doing today, man? Well, good, guys. How you about yourself? We're doing great. I'm um, doing good. We've got some uh, some questions for you today, uh, so we'll just kind of kick that off. And then we also uh, want to get your opinion, you know, since you played linebacker in the NFL on, you know, kind of your expectations for the, the Titans linebackers going into next season. How much uh, you keep up with the team nowadays, I'm not, I'm not sure. Uh, do you keep up with them much? Yeah, I do. I'm, a, I'm an advocate for fantasy football thanks to my neighborhood. There we go. Yeah, the guys in my neighborhood. So, uh, yeah, that first year that I drafted a, a kicker in the second round, they still haven't – no. I, I drafted – yeah, I, kicker in the second round. I drafted uh, Marcellus Bennett in the first round and then a kicker in the second round. They're still not letting <laughs> me live that down. Oh, man. That's okay. When we started up our league, that's – we finally grew it to a 10-man league. But we started back when I was still in high school. And Tanner, he's my younger brother. And he uh, – Man, I was just little. Told, I was yeah, little. Yeah, he told us. He was like, man, I'm going to destroy y'all. And – uh-huh. Then, and and he hasn't won the league yet. So it's tough, man. You got to be on your p's and q's. You got to know the ins and outs of pretty much everything. And that's 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 really why I liked it. It just gave me a reason to uh, pay attention a little bit more. And so yeah, so I've been I've been I've been keeping track with the Titans here for about probably about the past four or five years or so. Oh yeah, okay. I got it here. You played four seasons at Southern Miss. And you finished college with 386 total tackles, seven and a half sacks, and then a pick six. I mean, those are some pretty impressive stats. Um, and then, of course, you were drafted, was it the fourth round? Yep. By the Titans. Uh, so in the fourth round. And that kind of leads me into my first question. This is just something that I've kind of always wondered. What's the the NFL scouting combine like? Uh, can you kind of give us like an insider perspective of what it's like as a player? Yeah, I sure can. Uh, if you got, if you've ever been to a car auction or a, a farmer's market. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I kind of, I kind of get the vibe that you're talking about. Those, those flea markets where you're trying to find the best deal and everybody is out there, um, you know, asking you to come with your way. It is just like that. It is, it is, it is crazy. Um, it's to talk about to a friend of mine. It felt like, like they were hurting cattle, you know, cause you're walking around with like a number and you got people like coming up, like some people won't even talk to you. Some people just look at you and just and, and see what your number is. And then they're looking at a sheet and they're looking at a car like, okay, this is not the person I need. Um, oh, well. <laughs> uh, man, I'm telling you what, it, it, it's a once in a lifetime experience. It's one of those things where um, a lot of kids really would love to go to the combine, but I'm going to be honest, being a former player, um, it can play out to to some benefits that you don't go. Um, 
just because of the short term, like, you know, it's, it's February-ish. A lot of seasons are ending around December, January. So you really don't have like a, a, a month and a half or so to get ready for that, um, for that essential pro day to where most pro days, college pro days are going to be around March, late March, April. Um, you really don't see anything past the draft or anything like that, but you see a lot of pro days in the later dates. Those really give you ample amount of time to get yourself where you need to be to showcase your best talent. So that combine is good in some sense. It, it works to the advantage of some players and then it's some other players it can kind of hurt them um for me it was beneficial because i came out my junior my red shirt junior year so um i actually had another year so i couldn't go to the senior bowl so the combine was awesome for me um to be able to showcase my talents and things of that nature and you kind of you know if you get to go to that combine you kind of get your your footing you kind of know what to expect when it comes back for pro day. Um, but the logistics of it, the schematics of it, it's awesome because you're going to get to meet a lot of players um, in the, in, 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 in the national rankings uh, that, that you're competing with for a draft spot. So you, you, you meet friend, you, you make friendships, not only possible potential teammates, but even opponents, you know, a lot of guys that you see at the, the combine and they get drafted to their respective teams, man, that camaraderie, um, you know, that friendship that you get between guys that carries over from city to city that you travel. So that's always a good thing um, as, as far as building relationships um, in the league going to that combine. But I'm telling you what, man, it's, it's, it's a, it's a surreal job interview. It's a real job interview, you know. It's yeah, a I mean, it, it definitely sounds like an unreal experience. I know me and Tyler, we want to go see it just as fans one day. Uh, we think it would be really cool to just go experience it. So, I, and you, I mean, you definitely performed well at the combine. You were the fastest of all the linebackers running a four five nine. So, and, and that's pretty fast for a linebacker. So, Tyler, I know that you uh, build. Was on, it a four five nine or a four four nine? Four four nine. They, was it a four four? Oh, sorry. Four four nine. I'm about to say I, I'm gonna give him his credit there. Hey, I'm taking away a little bit of credit there. You know, four six three. I didn't get that initial uh, confirmation until later on. Um, but uh, but yeah, that yeah. So four 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 nine four five three ish. Um, you know, so the crazy thing, crazy thing about that is you guys want to go see it, but man, you do so much stuff. The football stuff doesn't happen until the last bit of it. Like it's so much other stuff that goes on. Yeah, I mean, you have to go get a like a Not physical and physical. Man, you're doing physical bench press interviews uh, nightly. Um, they're job cert like you do the wonder lick test and some other job training tests like like those tests where you have like 300 questions and it's about okay this this details you you know you agree disagree strongly you know things of that nature so i mean it's a lot of stuff that goes into it um on the day-to-day -day basis and the crazy part about that is that football aspect happens on the last day that you're there Wow. And, uh, I mean, do you interview with, like, almost every team? Or how many teams do you interview with during that process? Um, 
it depends on who wants who wants you. You know, the GMs, coaching staffs, um, head coaches, all of those guys are there. Scouts are there. So you you know you might have um, you might have an interview with two teams, but then there's a location um, in that train station where scouts just from different teams they're coming and grabbing you. Like you might hang around and like, hey, can I come talk to you for a second? And then it goes back to a guy sitting there with a with a you know a notepad looking for numbers, and he's looking around to see, okay, who's the guy that I need? And he's bringing you aside and. You know, they're asking you questions, making sure their information lines up with the current information that you have and things of that nature. So, I mean, it's 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 a it's a, it's a crazy ordeal, man. Crazy ordeal. It's a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, you know, for kids that have that aspiration to play. It is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Um, and then for fans, it's a great experience to see the next generation of uh, players come into the league. Well, that's amazing. Yeah, I, I mean, would like I, to see it sometime. <clears throat> yeah, I can only imagine because, you know, like you said, it is like a job interview for anyone going there. And, you know, for like me and Tanner and other people like that, you know, we go and for a job interview, we may interview once, we may interview three times, but y'all, it's like a whole week and an everyday thing where, you know, you're having to go through that i couldn't imagine it's got to be nerve-wracking it is right it is <laughs> <laughs> it's not as worth as it's not worse as the draft because you can do something um that element of you control your destiny yeah. right um your input um so it's a lot better than, than sitting around <laughs> by any by any means but uh it, it's definitely neat though it's 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 a neat ordeal it is a neat ordeal i'll go on and jump into uh my first question for you uh so rookie year 2009 and you get to come in and it is Keith Bullock's and Javon Curses last year uh, that they would be with the Titans. And I was born in 93. So by the time, you know, they had their Super Bowl run and then drafting Keith Bullock and having them on the team, you know, I was really starting to watch it. And those are two of the guys that really made me fall in love with watching the Titans. And, you know, me and Tanner both had our uh, top five Titans of all time. And, you know, like I said, those were two guys that made my list. I think Curse was number three on my list and Bullock was number one. You know, what was it like playing with those guys and just seeing them in practice every day and uh, their leadership, everything like that? So it's, it's, it's a surreal moment. Um, I'm, I'm an 86 baby. I've been playing football since I was five years old. I've been involved in football since, since then until now. Um, I, I, I tell people all the time, you know, one thing about, for me, football, I mean, for, for, for me to be able to play in the NFL, that was a dream come true. Like, I, I, I was, but I was always a fan of the game before I played. Um, so, it's crazy for me to be where I'm at now because when I was playing, I was a fan, but still an athlete and a player, but even when I'm done, um, since I've retired and I'm not, you know, haven't been able to go back, I'm still a fan of the game. 
I'm still a fan. Like, I love, like, Keith Bullock. Like, man, you mentioned Keith. You mentioned Devon. But you also got him to mention Tony Brown, TB, um, that was on that team. David Thornton, who was a big mentor that we got. They picked up David uh, in free agency, if I'm not mistaken, because David went to the Colts. Um, and then David Thorne. So then we got him. And then you had Stephen Tulloch in the middle. Mm-hmm. Hey, yep. a monster. Like, he was a monster in the middle. Man, to go to, um, to, to, to a team of that caliber, of that locker room leadership, because Kevin Mawaii still was in there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <It> was, <laughs> a famer, man. Like, Kevin Mawaii was in that locker room as well, man. That Like, that was a – it was a once in a lifetime opportunity for me. And I, I can say that because you got an established coach with Jeff Fisher, um, you know, and, and the way that things were ran in that locker room, man, it was player led, man. It was player led leadership, man. Those guys showed up every single day. Those guys held not only the older guys, but definitely the younger guys to a higher standard um, of, of, of workmanship and of, of responsibility. If you're going to play alongside us, I mean, you got to pull your weight. And so um, it was, it was just, it was, it was awesome for me and for my NFL experience. You know, you always think about the school that you go to um, and you want to make sure that you got great teachers, you know, so you can great teachers so you can get the wisdom and you can learn and you can uh, make the most out of the opportunities you got. And man, man, those two guys right there, I mean, Javon and Keith Bullock, I mean, you can't mention the Titans without mentioning them. Now, don't get me wrong. It goes back to the Oilers organization. There's plenty mm-hmm. of guys yeah. that, um, that, that you can, that you can name. But when you're talking about the team making its way, coming to Nashville, playing games in Memphis, playing games at the Vanderbilt stadium, you cannot mention the Tennessee Titans and not mention Keith Bullock or, or Javon Curse And those guys, I mean, it, it was just amazing to watch them in person. You know, it's crazy. You know, I was watching the Super Bowl. I'm from Atlanta. We watched mm-hmm. the Super Bowl. We threw a Super Bowl party because we were living in Atlanta when that game was. Right. I, rem- yeah. I remember that. I remember that to this day. I remember watching the uh, the Music City Miracle. I was watching that on TV. I can remember where I was at. I can remember my dad, my mom being in the kitchen, and we are like just like, oh my gosh, like, <laughs> and um, and so like it, it it's just so crazy. Like I was a huge uh, Eddie George fan. Mm-hmm. You know, Eddie, I was a huge Eddie George fan, man. I was, you know, so it 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 was just amazing to see those guys up close in person. And I'm saying that from a player standpoint because I know, as a fan standpoint, you know, it was amazing for me as a fan to be like, oh my god, like it's Mr. Monday Night, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, Mr. Monday Night, like, oh, like, Keith comes out with the red gloves. I'm like, man, it's just like, and you watch him sideline and sideline, and then mm-hmm. you get the, the freak, and you're like, oh, my gosh. Like, I was like, I was playing you on a video game, man. Like, yeah. <laughs> like I was, that's how we feel every day. That's, I mean, that's yeah, as close as I we mean, get to it is either going to the games or the video games. So, yeah. so Yeah, and we got lucky, you know, 
your rookie year and their last year, uh, we actually went uh, to the week two matchup versus the Texans. And uh, great game. You know, I, great game. Yeah. You know, I had to look back at that game uh, just the other day and I was like, man, all the points that they scored pretty much came in the first half of that game. And, you know, Chris Johnson had the 69-yard receiving touchdown where he went out to the side and uh, no one decided to cover him. Uh, and that play was so funny. It sticks out to me because I actually went to that game with my best friend. And then, like, a, after I found that out, it was a couple of days later, uh, our mom and dad decided to get tickets and, you know, get Tanner a ticket. And – you know, my best friend was sitting there and he didn't really believe all the hype around Chris Johnson's speed. And we seen seen that play and seen how a lot of defenders had the angle on him and he just outran the angle. And that kind of leads me into my next question for you. Uh, you know, what was it like going up against, if you did get to go up against him in practice, Vince Young and Chris Johnson and really – having to see that speed on the field and trying to contain him. I'm going to let you guys in on a little secret. Chris Johnson went to a school called East Carolina. Uh-huh, yeah. With Southern Miss. And East Carolina was in Conference USA with Southern Miss. So I saw Chris oh. <laughs> <laughs> So when they drafted, so that year that I was de- – uh, it would have been the year I was defensive player of the year. Um, that's the year that Chris Johnson got drafted. And Chris Johnson was, uh, I want to say, uh, special teams player of the year. He had like over 2,000 all-purpose, two, all, probably over 2,500 all-purpose yards. Um, and I have seen Chris Johnson single-handedly beat my team. And the only touchdown they scored was by him running a kickoff return back. So Chris Johnson, if you were you, and it's on YouTube, you guys can look it up. Chris Johnson takes a kickoff return in the second half for a touchdown. That's the only touchdown that they scored in that game, and they beat us. I'm telling you wow. what, we had some fast guys on that team. When I tell you, he walked away from guys. <laughs> he walked away. So, hey, if that's the only touchdown they scored, I mean, I'm, I'm guessing you contained him pretty well then. I'm just, but they didn't yeah, – I'm telling you like this. He's Carolina didn't use him the way that the Tennessee Titans used him. I was not surprised to see Chris Johnson go um, as high as he did. And I wasn't surprised to see him have the success that he did. I mean, I mean, he is he is phenomenal. And then just what? going against a guy like that every single day, it only makes you better, um, especially for me. When you got a guy, it's almost like, you know, I know a lot of Titans can probably say the same thing right now about Derrick Henry. When you got to see a guy like that, then who who are you going to be afraid of on Sunday? <laughs> right. <laughs> like, if you see speed like that, that change of direction, um, you, 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 I mean, you can pretty much face anybody <laughs> at that point. Right at the the level that, that CJ2K was playing on. Um, speaking about Vince, I spoke about this earlier um, to somebody else, but what a what a competitor. What a competitor. What a competitor. I'm a defensive player. I'm a linebacker. There's a lot that goes on men- mentally. Um, but that, 
that 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 dog that Vince mm. has um it, it, it is is priceless it is priceless it it, it, it what's made it, it's what made him the competitor that he was it's what brought him the success that he had in his uh not only his youth league career his high school career his college career like you definitely could see like when Vince stepped on the field he had that mindset that I'm going to outwork everybody every single day um at that position you know, at that position that you can have that type of impact from. And um, it, it feeds a lot of guys, man. It feeds a lot of guys. It feeds you. I mean, not only on on defense, going against them in practice, not only is he going to make you better, but when he's playing other teams on Sunday, man, you can't do nothing but root for him. And you can't do nothing but cheer him on when you know the the work that he put in um, Monday through Sunday. Um, to 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 get there so you know man what a great competitor i'm blessed to be able to play with him he's another one of those guys who i'm in college i'm watching him and reggie bush play one of the greatest ncaa national championship games ever to be played i'm watching that game and just like oh my gosh like it, you know so it, I mean, it, it, it's 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 a dream come true. It's all it's like I hit the lottery twice. You know, I hit the lottery to get drafted, but then I also hit the lottery as a fan of football to be able to um, witness history. You know, and to witness uh, some of some of the game's greatest players to ever play the game. Um, so you know that I mean, it, it's just amazing. Those two guys are definitely. Um, Titans for sure, man, and 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 they 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 work their butts off daily, daily. And just, I mean, kind of for you to to walk <clears throat> in uh, your rookie year and look around and see these guys, and you're playing for the same team, you're in the same organization. It's just kind of like that realization. You're like, hey, I, I've made it. I'm, I'm here. Not necessarily that I made it, but <laughs> more so that okay. I got work I got to do. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. That's a better way to look at it. One of those things where you step in the locker room and you're looking around and these got like they want it. And 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 if you don't want it, you're not going to be there, you know? You're not going to be there. So it is 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 uh put up or shut up. When when you get around guys like that and you get into a locker room with uh vets um, and that have the respect not only in the locker room, but they got respect from from guys around the league who they play against as well. Um, so you know that 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 means a lot. You know that means a lot is when you're bringing young guys in and understanding. Okay, hey, well, let's go. You know, you're a part of us. We're glad to have you. But hey, we, we're going to work. You know, you, you made it to the league, but we got work we got to do. And that defensive mindset. Uh, was huge man that that was something that i i enjoyed i enjoyed i i hate that um as i played with the titans man we won some games but there was a lot of games that we left out there on the field um and i wish i could get those games back because i think the tight fans deserve nothing but the greatest but uh man being a part of that defense was special for me um at that time i'm very proud of uh of what we were doing um week in and week out Minus the New England game in the snow. We're not going to talk about that one, but you know, <laughs> other than that, you know, other than that. I kind of want to set the scene for you here and, and see if you can recall this. Um, 
you're a rookie and you're playing the Seattle Seahawks. I think it's week 14, maybe, maybe week 15. Um, Matt Hasselback is at quarterback. Last week of the season. Oh, last week of the season. Matt Hasselback's mm-hmm. a quarterback uh, who you would later be uh, teammates with. Uh, your first career interception as a rookie um, coming against such a great quarterback like Matt Hasselback, which, what is it like to to – in the NFL, I mean, the, the, one of the biggest stages of football to get your first NFL interception and against such a great quarterback. I'm going to tell you guys this. That's one moment that I look back and like, why didn't I try to score? <laughs> <laughs> it's the end of the game. And I'm going to tell you this. And I told nobody, I, I didn't tell anybody this because I like, man, I picked that and I, I just fell to the ground. I'm like, that's game. Um, but I know that was the game that uh, CJ was trying to break the record. And I was thinking mm-hmm. if I could get on the ground, um, he could get another, you know, he can get another crack at it, you know. What like a teammate, that. man. What yes. a teammate. <laughs> there you go. In my mind, when I picked it, as I got older and you realize that that is like once in a lifetime opportunity, um, why didn't I try school? <laughs> But man, it, it it was a it was a it, you know moments like those when you play the game. I think a lot of players can tell you, man, things happen so quickly, and it's not until the game is over and you kind of de decompose and decompress that it actually dawns on you what really happened. Um, man, it, man, it, I just got an interception. Oh man! Yeah. <laughs> oh my God! I mean, it was. Uh, it's a dream come true, man. I, I just, I, I'm not, I, I'm not gonna lie about it because it might be somebody little listening to me right now. Man, that's something that you dream of. Something that you dream of. You play, you know, I played Sandlot football back in the day, and I'm like, you know, I'm Emmett Smith, and I hit a spin, and I'm <laughs> for the end zone, and you know, as a defender to get an interception in the NFL, your rookie year, last game of the season. Um, that put us at 500, if I'm not mistaken. I think it did, yeah. yeah it I think at, so. Um, it, 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 it's just a blessing, man. It, it's, a, it's, a, it's a humbling, grateful feeling. Grateful feeling. One of those things that, you know, everything that you did, every, you know, every extra sprint or every time you pushed yourself harder or every time you stood up, you know, for what you thought was going to be the best move for you. It's, it's just like one of those things. It just pays off, man. It's almost like a parent, man. It's a parent and you raise a kid and you see your kid graduate from high school and you're just like, you know, everything, you, you know, you just appreciate everything. You appreciate the hard times. You appreciate the good times. Um, it, it, was, it was a surreal moment for me. It was a surreal moment. It was, it was amazing. You know, it, I mean, it was amazing. It happened. It happened and, and went away so, too quickly. <laughs> man, you know, it, it was just amazing, man. It was amazing. You ever well, tease Hasselback about that when when wow. you guys were teammates? <laughs> but man, Hasselback has all the respect for me. He uh, that you know, he he when he came in, uh, he actually mentioned. <laughs> 
he, he came to me and was like, yeah, man, I'm trying not to throw you no more picks. And I'm like, yeah, I, I'll take one or two if you want to give them to me. <laughs> sure. But, uh, man, it, it it was amazing, man. It was amazing. And it was just uh, it was a nice icebreaker to be able to play for some, you know, to, to have him come with the Titans. I mean, it, it was pretty awesome. That was pretty – that was dope. That was dope. Yeah. That was dope. Yeah. Well, I'll kind of feed off of that and say, I believe throughout your career with the Titans, you finished your career with like one and a half sacks or got credited with one and a half sacks. The half sack that you were credited with was in week 13 of the 2010 season uh, versus the division rival Jags on David Garrard. Pull that up, man, because I sure got there with them. I think they gave Hope some of that. Chris Hope. Yeah. And then then just two weeks later against another division rival, the Texans, you got the credit for the full sack on Matt Schaub. And I'm just wondering – did those stick out to you as much as like the interception does? Uh, you know, it being your first sacks in the NFL. The sack versus Matt Schaub because um oh, oh man oh my god I remember like it was yesterday and the crazy thing about it was when I got back uh, into when we watched it on the game film as a team, Coach McGinnis, Coach Mack was like, you see this. Knock that ball out. <laughs> like, oh, you're right, coach. You're right. And uh, you know, so it, it man, it, it oh man, oh god. I mean that, that I mean it, it 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 all, you know, it all it, it all is amazing. You know, it's not one thing is better than the other. I'm gonna be honest with you. It's nothing like coming out the tunnel. And you're coming out the tunnel. We got fans on both sides, and they are going nuts. And we're getting ready for kickoff. And you got the people in the end zone or whatever end. We're getting ready to kick the ball, you know, kicking the ball off. And they are fired up. It's it's nothing like that, you know. It's nothing like that. I can only imagine the energy that it gives you. you. The plays are awesome. Football is football. You know, I, I've been like I said, I've been playing football since I was five. So I've been playing plays, <laughs> offense and defense and special teams since I was five years old. Um, but man, that atmosphere, man, the energy, the energy, the 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 pride that you have to be able to say, you know what, I'm representing the way I play is 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 how you're speaking, is how the fans get a chance to speak. You know, when I play games. You know, it, it got to the point to where, man, I'm living a dream, but I'm not just living my dream. I'm living dreams for any Tennessee Titans fans that ever, you know, anybody that ever dreamed about being able to put the helmet on and stepping on the field, whether you could do it or not, you know. And that that goes back to what I was telling you guys before. I've always been a fan of the game. I've always been a fan of the game. And so those moments are just priceless priceless the picks the picks the interceptions the sacks those are bragging rights when you're done no those are things that when you go back to the boys and then and, and guys and you know you're coaching little league football you can tell them like hey you know i had such and such da, da, da. but man look 
the camaraderie, being on the field with those guys, man, and the communication that you have, and you make a tackle, and the fans just go crazy, and is you you can you can feel it on your skin. You get goosebumps, like your hairs jump out, and you are just pumped like you drank a six pack of Red Bull. Like it is amazing. I'm getting it pumped right now. Uh, yeah, I about to say just hearing it from you right now, like just you know, and and so you know to play a snap, just one snap. That's what we all dream about as NFL players, man. Guys trying to make the team, guys trying to make a roster. You're you're looking, you're looking for that. You're chasing that. You're chasing that feel. You're chasing that, um, that passion. You know that opportunity. You know, because we don't know what's going to happen. You might not get no sacks. You might not get no tackles. But to be a part of the game, man, that, that, that's priceless, man. That's priceless. That's priceless. Yeah, man. Yeah, I mean, you're getting me fired up right now. So, in the division at the time when you were in the league, what was it like playing against guys like Peyton Manning, Arian Foster, Andre Johnson, Maurice Jones-Drew, Dallas Clark and you know just all of those guys you know those are guys that when we had to play them you know it I didn't actually play the games just as a fan it kept me up at night like oh man we got these guys tomorrow do you have any any moments in specific about some of those I mean great players that were in the division that just kind of like pop out to you hey man is the best quarterback of all time that I've ever played against ever in my oh, wow. life man ever in my life, ever in my life. He's the greatest of all time. I'm telling you this. I've never seen a quarterback that can make an impact on a game the way that he did. And the knowledge of the game, the knowledge not only of the game, but of his opponents, his opponents. We ran a play, and I remember this – to this day, I ain't calling no names, but it was we had a blitz on, and all week long we had worked on not moving, not moving. You got to just you know because you got to give him a shell. You can't show him he's he's so smart. You know he knows cover one, cover two, cover three just based on your alignment. So we just everything had to be based. Man, we had a guy flinch, flinched. He just he just flinched. Penny Manning called, he checked the line of scrimmage, checked the offensive line, checked his wide receivers, and he threw the ball off like that. Like that. And I That's and unbelievable. At, at that point, at that point in time, I knew he was the greatest of all time. I knew he was the greatest of all time, but as a you know, as a, a new younger guy in the league, you still like, okay, yeah, I can, you know, he he's good, but he can't be all that great. You know, yeah. <laughs> you're seeing Eric Decker, you sent Tammy to the Pro Bowl. Guys that nobody ever heard of. Um, yeah, Peyton Manning was putting that thing where only his receivers could get it. And um, I, I – oh, wait, man. I, I've, never, <laughs> I've never seen somebody dictate a game the way that he dictated the game. I just I, – I've just never seen it. You know, teams were probably thinking, okay, we're going to play Peyton Manning. 
he can't get the ball in two minutes because you, you know they're going to score. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people don't understand back when Payne Manning uh, was playing, that defense was not as great. They were they were good, but because Payne Manning was putting points up on people, Tampa 2 was awesome. So we're just going to sit back because you guys have to throw the ball now because we got Payne Manning who's going to draw the ball down and is everything is going to be like a two-minute drill for the full game. Um, not only did they have – they had uh, – is it Adai? Adabi? The, who's the running back? Uh, Joseph Adai. Uh, Joseph Adai. Joseph Adai? Who, oh, my gosh. Come on now. Oh, man. So, man, like, that, the conference was awesome. The conference was awesome. And then, then you go to Houston, and you – that is a – that's like a college rivalry, which mm-hmm. a lot of people might not know. That is a college rivalry. That was like a college rivalry. The, the Jazz game is like a rivalry. The Colts game is like a rivalry. But that Houston game, oh, my gosh. Oh, man. You're talking about oh, – you, I mean, first of all, you got Andre Johnson. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's Andre Johnson. No, I mean, that's all you got to say right there. I mean – Yep. And then, then uh, Aaron Foster, who came on the same draft with me, he, you know, he reinvented himself. Um, and, and a lot of UT fans remember him because he was a monster at UT. Mm-hmm. He was a monster at UT. So, you know, the matchups, I mean, just it was the NFL. You know, when I, when I, when I play, um, and, and right now, like you guys know, you do fantasy football every, every week. <laughs> you're going to have chance for points because you guys yep. on your team. And, um, and it's just good. That is good for the game. Is good not only for the game but the fans. You know, um, the division games meant something. You know, they meant something. Not only did they mean something, but you you're getting two times, and nothing was easy. I can tell you that. And it, it was it was no easy games, no easy games. Um, but yeah, but but just thinking off the top of my head, best play, pay Manny, pay Manny. I, t- I told a lot of my friends and my family members that they were asking me that uh, at the time that Peyton didn't play that one year that they had Painter uh, at quarterback, if I'm not mistaken. Curtis um, Painter, I think. Yeah. 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 And so uh, I was telling a lot of guys, I was like, Peyton could have won the MVP. And they were like, what do you mean? He didn't play. I said, I know. They just went from where they were to winning one game just because of one person. Yeah. That shows you the impact that Peyton Manning had on that franchise and on that team. And I, I, I till this day, I, he's the greatest quarterback I've had a chance to play against or witness. <laughs> I mean, you look at it, and uh, right after that, he goes to Denver and automatically transforms them just like that with the snap of a finger. One thing that we mentioned earlier that I do want to ask you about, you had mentioned playing special teams throughout your career. And I just want to know, you know, can you kind of speak on the importance of special teams and how important it is to have good special teams players? Because I think that that kind of gets overlooked sometimes. It does. Um, And it's crazy that you say that because as I've been watching, you know, as I've been doing my fantasy football, and I've been watching more football games that, you know, you never get a chance to watch. Um, they don't show special teams plays. You know, they don't yeah. show the punt returns or the kickoffs um, and things of that nature. They show field goals, but they don't, they don't show you the energy that you generate from special teams play is amazing. 
And that's one thing that I think a lot of Titan fans can definitely speak of if you, um, especially in the time that I was playing, if you were going to the game, because to see Mark Mariani uh, take, uh, you know, kickoff turn to the house, that nature of punt return, like, man, those are some key moments. And the last time, you know, you had uh, Batman Jones that, uh, you know, very big in special teams here in Tennessee. And, I mean, special teams plays a huge point, not only just your returners, but for defense as well. You know, the game has definitely changed with some of the rule changes to kind of limit some of the impacts. But uh, you guys know, like I know, in the time that I was playing, those rules weren't weren't there. And so, yeah. man, it, man, you run it down on kickoff, you know, you hit somebody and make the ball come mm-hmm. loose. I mean that. I mean that is a game changer. You know. It's yeah, a, that can shift the momentum. It shifts the momentum. We played uh, Philly at uh, at at Tennessee, and uh, we got a fumble. We recovered a fumble on a on a punt. And so, you know, those things those things add to the atmosphere of the game, to the overall enjoyment of the game. Um, not only for your team, but for your fans. Um, and, you know, the NFL, the roster's 53, not 53 men are dressed on, on Sundays. So, you know, you got guys who got to fill in, you know, you got mm-hmm. wide receivers, you got linebackers, you got defensive ends, you got tight ends, you got fullbacks, you got running backs, you got guys that we all have to contribute to the special team. So, um, you know, I, I volunteer coach football and that's one of the biggest things that I try to iterate to all young kids, you know, they name special teams for a reason. It's special, you mm-hmm. know. And so I think a lot of guys in the NFL, I think if you played in the NFL or if you play any type of college baller or you, you understand the importance of special teams and what that means as far as wins and losses are concerned. And I think for fans, I think we definitely can understand the excitement that you can – generate um uh, you know from a punt return kickoff return big hit on a punt big hit on a kickoff and all of those things field goals as well and, right. you know, and i mean that- with special teams uh that's how a lot of guys are able to make that final roster and you know that's something that me and tanner were talking about earlier you know they're talking now like maybe taking away a couple preseason games and we were asking each other what you know our thoughts were on that and for me you know it kind of feels like some of these guys that are scratching and clawing trying to make the team if they do that it's fixing to make it a lot harder on them because you know teams really can't get together right now everything's you know virtual and you know, if you can't go to practice and training camps and make a name for yourself or if the preseason gets cut down from four games to two games, you know, your time to really make a name for yourself and make that final roster is cut down tremendously. Right. Right. And it's and it's crazy because even with COVID, um, I was thinking about this the other day. With COVID, the we're kind of getting back to kind of when the last CBA hit and there were some dates that it kind of overlaid into OTAs and, um, you know, getting ready for your upcoming season and off season. So, you know, the thing that happened there, you draft guys, you draft 
undrafted free agents or guys that get drafted in later round. But when you finally get to the field, you got to give those reps to the older guys and to the guys who, you know, if you had to play tomorrow, who would be the guys that you're going to put out there? So a lot of kids, a lot of younger guys um, who would normally have those chances if you got those opportunities, those snaps, to, you know, show yourself they didn't get those opportunities. And so the same thing, you know, I just, I agree with what you guys are saying. Um, you never know who's going to show up, man. You know, practice is practice, you know, practice is practice, um, which is great. You know, and you can gauge a lot, you know, if you can do it in practice then you should be able to do it in the game, but until you can see it in the game, you, you can't really tell who's going to be, um, who's going to be what or who's making strides or, you know, who can we add or who do we need to let go? So that's the toughest part. You know, it's just the toughest part. And, you know, I mean, uh, one thing to mention, uh, Christian Fulton, who the Titans just drafted in the second round, uh, this is a guy I I think that with the right offseason preparation and all, and of course this this is the same for all the rookies, but, you know, with the right off-season preparation and the preseason to prepare, this is a guy that could uh, be a potential defensive rookie of the year. But take away a couple preseason games and don't give him as much time to practice with the team, and all of a sudden you're 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 there first game of the regular season, and you're like this he, this kid hasn't had that much time to play. It's almost like we have to put Jonathan Joseph out there, who we've just picked up. The best thing about best thing about it is is everybody's under the same the same. Everybody's going through the same. Everybody thing. has the same circumstances. Mm-hmm. Everybody has the same circumstances. That's that's the best thing about it. That's the best thing about it. Um, a guy like that, um, like I said, you nobody's going to be able to know who can do what to what level or who needs what. You know, it might not even be okay. He can't do this. It might not be that. It may be he needs a little bit of time. He can do this. He just Mm -hmm. needs time at it. And so we're going to get into that. But the best thing about that is everybody's underneath those circumstances. Um, The best good thing about the Titans, (coughs) you're bringing your whole offense. (laughs) You pretty much bring your whole offense. Yeah, I mean. (laughs) Right. Um, So you're picking up and you're moving where you left off. Uh, we'll get into the linebackers, which we'll talk about a little bit when you guys ask me, but that's that's the key point um, in that secondary. And then you're looking at this front line. Um, man, We if you guys got wood, knock on wood, that we can get clowny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that, that that changes. You know, that that really that, – that can change a lot. And that pass rush, you got Big Beasley. Um that we got, you got big, big Jeff. That's going to be there. Yeah, we lost Casey. And that that is a, definitely a big blow as far mm-hmm. as leadership. Not only leadership, but man, constant production and consistency um, from a position um, and from a guy. You know, from a guy in a time where it was needed the most. So it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting. But that offensive side being hoping hopefully the offense can click the way they need to um which which is going to be huge for pretty much any team in the NFL right now you got your offense needs to be clicking cuz that's all about time and and then defense man that's a great defensive staff that they got out there with the Titans they got the right guys the guys that are already the guys are um already on board and stuff like that so you know 
it's going to this is it's going to make it's going to make more reason to just watch every single game every single game and be in tune to them when you were at uh i think you were at Barry college for some time right yep um w- were you there at the same time as mason kinsey he wasn't there i know his coach i know what that program stands on i'm gonna tell you this right there they produce great athletes and uh coach k is one fine man. He is one fine man. He loves what he does. Um, he changed that program that Barry Cox didn't didn't even have football, and he turned that program. Um, he turned that program up, upside down and back up right the right way. And I mean, I just tell you right now, um, I am so anxious to see this kid. I'm so anxious to see this kid. This kid is. I think this kid is going to be a great, great steal, a great worker, great special teams guy. One of those guys, man, I, I'm excited. These these are the these are the kids that you want to make sure that you're following. That you make sure that you you seen them from day one. You know, I, I can say that because uh man, Jason McCourtney drafted in the later round, same draft class I was in. And you know, he's still playing to this day. Great guy. And then you look at um, um, Mark Mariani. I remember he came in late. Mm-hmm. So you see this a lot in the NFL. Guys like that, guys who go undrafted free agent or go late, they have that chip on the shoulder that nobody can take away. Nobody can ever take that away. And and the word ethic and, and what you get from these, these players – uh, it is going to be phenomenal, phenomenal. So those are guys. Sometimes it works out, sometimes it doesn't. But I'm telling you, that's a kid that I'm definitely looking for um, to be watching. Um, and I'm hoping, I'm hoping, like we were talking about the preseason games, man. I'm hoping we get preseason games to give Absolutely. him that opportunity. You know, mm-hmm. it goes back to what you guys were saying. It's kids like that that needs those opportunities to show what they can do. He might run down on kickoff and might tackle. He might make three tackles on, on special teams. And that, you know, that that may be enough. You know, you, you don't know. You don't know until you get those opportunities. But I'll tell you what, coming from that, uh, from Barry College and, and that program that Coach K runs down there, you're getting one heck of a player. you one heck of a player. Yeah, he's, he's definitely uh... – one of the undrafted free agents that I'm, I'm most excited about. You asking about some games, man. I can tell you, my first start, we go to so DT um, David Thorne. You know, it, you know he was playing, and you know you never know. You know you never know. You know you come out with the inactives, and this is the first time that I realized that they actually make decisions like literally right before the game. I'm out on the field in uh, San Francisco, and we're warming up. And I'm just out there stretching, you know. I'm just on the field, you know, getting ready, you know, not thinking anything of it, you know. And Coach McGinnis comes up to me and like, starting. <laughs> Talking to me? <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, okay. 45 minutes right before the game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's one of those things where you you've got to prepare every game like every you're game. like you're gonna be starting. That was that was real life uh, 
it made that was like a real life teaching moment for me like that and it was so made oh my god it was amazing man like it's just like he just walked up to me like you started and i had no clue no yeah clue. you're like you're looking behind you like all right is he talking to someone behind me or <laughs> who's, he, who's he talking to here like and and but you but and but the crazy and like i said that's a huge learning moment because that could have, man, that could have been a great story or a terrible story, depending on how I treat it, which is, you know, I, I mean, to this day, I'm just thankful for my, you know, I'm thankful for my parents and everything that they taught me and anybody else, man, just to make sure you're doing exactly what you need to do because that was a moment that, you know, it was like, all right, let's go. Yep. Uh, that was the coolest thing. Um, story that might not be as funny, but it really happened, though, in real life. My rookie year, we were playing the Jets, and this is when um, it was a throwback game. So we were wearing the throwback Oilers jerseys. And so I get into – we're playing in New York. Um, I get into the stadium, and I'm getting to my locker, and I see my jersey. And on the back, it says MCGR. ATH it says McGrath and so I'm like looking around like <laughs> like man y'all funny like man, I know like I wouldn't even you know it wouldn't it didn't bother me I'm like yeah, okay all right this is a cool rookie joke like this is awesome <laughs> um I take it like okay I'm like hey I need my jersey um it was like this what are you, what are you talking about? I said this is this is not right they were like what like no like I don't have a G in my name and uh, like, literally, they like stitched my name in the locker room right before we went on. <laughs> crazy, crazy story that, but it's true. It's true. It really did happen. Well, I'm gonna, I guess, change the pace a little bit here before we talk about uh, the expectations for the linebackers. Uh, and I, I think I'm remembering this correct. You know, me and Tanner both watched. Uh, the videos that you've done with Mr. with Mr. Titan. He's a he's a friend of our show. He's been on before. And Great guy. if I recall, he, he is. You like playing Madden, correct? Oh, I love it. <laughs> now, do you mainly just do like the ultimate team? Do you play like franchise? Do you just play online? You know, what do you do there? I do it all. I do, do it all. This is the first year, I'm gonna be honest. This is the first year I got into the um the ultimate team and mm -hmm. I'll tell you why because i do a i do franchises with a bunch of buddies guys that played football you know college professionally whatever we got a group and you know that like since i've been a coach that really changed everything has changed the dynamics the ways that the way that we used to play the game is totally different now because we're older now you know a lot of us coach and things of that nature so you know we play on 10 minute um it's you know we got rules and stipulations and things of that nature and the camaraderie is just amazing like when we're not playing we're still talking and we're chatting throughout the day um so what happened was we are so competitive that when we get to the playoffs, we have to wait for every playoff game to be played. And mm -hmm. so, like, you know, just 
guys, you know, our, our schedules don't line up and, and a lot of stuff. And so we would just be waiting around. I'd just be sitting there bored. And so I'm like, man, let me just try something new. And I got into the ultimate team, and it is amazing, you know. It is, it, yeah. Yeah, I know we play it quite a bit, and uh, we actually have a online franchise, which ours, we just have uh, four people in, and then, you know, the rest is against the computer. But I'm so competitive with the game that, you know, Tanner and then the other guys we have in there, they give me a hard time because even against the computer, you know, I'm playing the whole game because yep. I'm like, you know, <laughs> like I'm a big defensive guy too, and I'm like, no, I want my defense to stop them. Like, I, I can't just simulate the game. Nope. And, uh, <clears throat> you know, how how you rate your skills? I mean, where would you say – how good are you, really? Before or after? I started <laughs> – <laughs> <laughs> Because, man, when I first started playing uh, my ultimate team, uh, I was not so good. Now I feel like I'm – I'm midway. I, I feel like it's not a giving game. I don't feel like I'm a, 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 a easy win or loss. You know, I, I think I can play good games. Um, oh, man. It, now, my play calling, now, if you want to ask me my play calling, I'm going to tell you my play calling is the best. Like, it's the best. Out there. <laughs> now, guys actually executing what I'm calling? Yeah. Hey. <laughs> oh, uh, <laughs> I completely understand that. I can be, you know, playing and I'll have, you know, my defensive plays that I call and all of a sudden one of my guys will get beat and I'm like, wait, I know where you were supposed to be. Why were you like, why were you not there? And uh, you know, that's one thing, Tanner, he uh I haven't played many online games uh, you know, besides our franchise. But he was pushing me. He was like, you know, you need to do this. He was like, you know, you're you're beating all of us in this online franchise. And, you know, that's something I was going to say to you. We may have to yeah, man. fire up a game oh, sometime. Man. We can do an ultimate. Like, I, uh, I did. I recently – like, I tried to wait until, you know, most of the cards and everything came out before I started doing, like, an all-thing team. Um, and I think that was the – I think that was the coolest thing this year. Um, not only with, you know, having the draft here in, in, in Tennessee and mm-hmm. Titans doing what they did this year and, you know, just a lot of stuff happened um, to where, man, playing. I, I, I really start working on an all-time theme team. And it's, you know, that, that is – it is <clears throat> that has been so much uh, refreshing and fulfilling playing people online that you know everybody wants to play with Lamar Jackson or everybody wants to play with Shaquan Barkley and nobody wants to play with AJ Brown you know yeah like you know I love playing like it it, I mean it's fun you know it is fun it is definitely fun yeah I know I haven't done the uh ultimate team as much uh you know I've got on it and messed around a couple times but I hadn't really built up a team but you know even just playing regular online games with the current rosters and all of that. You know, a lot of these people that you see that are really good, you know, they're using Lamar Jackson or they're using the Chiefs and Mahomes and, you know, me going into it, I'm like, eh, I'm just going to bring – I'm going to bring the Titans into it. And I'm going to run Titans playbook. <laughs> yep, see what, I, see what I can do with Derek Henry and A.J. Brown and, 
you know, even Jayon Brown on the defensive side, you know. So you playing on uh, Xbox or, or PS4? On PS, I'm a PS. Uh, there, we there we yeah. go. There we go. Now let me tell you this: now, when I was in the league, I bought the Xbox because the league. Our, I mean, yeah, our locker room was split like fifty. It was split like, <laughs> and it was crazy because it got to the point to where I, we were all playing Call of Duty, but. Half the guys would be like, oh, well, you guys ain't playing no Xbox, so you guys ain't playing nobody. So I'm like, okay, well, let me buy Xbox. And I'm <laughs> yeah. like, I'm play with you guys. <laughs> yep. Um, so, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm a PS guy, man. I'm definitely a PS guy all day. Yeah, for sure. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I, right before we get into this, I just got to ask you, are there, like, former teammates or former players in the NFL that – you made a friendship with that you still keep up with them like regularly to this day? Man, pretty much most of the guys that, you know, I play with, you know, um, the best thing about being a Titan man is the ownership, you know, from Bud Adams to definitely Amy Adams Strzok. And she's doing a fantastic job of keeping the alumni involved. Um, you, you guys know they do the homecoming weekend um, every and that has been so amazing. It's been so amazing. And I went to the first one. And um, the first one, a lot of guys kind of didn't know what to expect. And then word got back out to a, a lot of other guys. But, man, um, we see each other, man. And it just lets you know that this game is 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 more than just a game. You know what I mean? It's more than just a game. It's the camaraderie. It's the friendship. It's Absolutely. Brothers. I tell yeah. my daughter, my oldest. That's my youngest that was here earlier, but my oldest is uh, – she's 12 going on 13 uh, this year, and so she got a chance to be in the locker room and stuff like that with the guys. And, you know, everybody is my brother. She came to me and was like, Dad, is everybody your brother? I'm like, yeah, we're all brothers. Like, <laughs> uh, my grandmother, Mom Bush, only has, like, you and Tori. Like, yeah, we're, 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 we're all brothers. We're all brothers and sisters. <laughs> um, so – but man, that that camaraderie man is just amazing. So I keep in touch with uh, you know J Mac. Um, I called you know Drill earlier this week and wished him good luck. You know a lot of guys that play in the league that are still playing definitely try to reach out to them and and wish them luck on the upcoming season. So that's but, amazing, man. And it, it's it's just those lifelong friendships that I mean just make it all worth it you know for the rest of for the rest of your life you got those guys that are like you said are like brothers oh definitely definitely um so uh we'll talk about the linebackers uh coming in to this 2020 season the Titans have a, a really good duo there on the that inside linebacker uh Rashawn Evans and Jayon Brown and you know hearing this from you because you know you had an NFL career that a lot of players dream of you know I mean most a lot there's a lot of people that don't make it more than one year playing in the NFL or they don't even make it that far um so just having that success for um you know three years that just goes to show you know your knowledge of the game and your ability to play what do you think about these guys that the Titans have going into this next season superstars junk superstars in the making in the new era of linebackers um, you know, with man, you first of all, what you're 
you know, hats off to him. Hats off to him. And, and you you don't talk about these two guys, and these two guys don't. Um, I don't. I, I don't think they grow the way that they grow without Woodyard being in that locker locker room with them. You know, and showing him the ropes. You know, that's the same way with me. You know, David Thorne, Keith uh, Keith Bullock, Stephen Tully. They they showed me the ropes. They showed me the ropes, and and to have a a, a great mentor um, definitely helps the growth of a young linebacker. And so that's one thing that I definitely can say um, ab about them too. About big, first of all, uh, I, I call him grown man Evans. That's that's a grown man. Uh, and uh, yeah, but uh, those guys, man, they 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 play hard. They play hard. They play hard. Like, I, I I, mean, I love watching them. I love watching them play. First of all, I, I, I remember coming to games, watching J.R. Uh, Brown and, and watching him on the sideline. And the energy that this guy had before he was starting inside linebacker was amazing. It was amazing, whether he was in the game or on the sideline. And I, I mean, I, I remember the first time I saw him and I'm like, man, this guy is going to be good. This guy needs opportunity. Like, man, he, I, you know, just, hey, stay on track. And it's just humbling to see a guy like that um, have the success that he, he, he had last year. That was amazing. And he well-deserved, well-deserved. Um, Mr. Evans, man, he eased you. I mean, everything that you would want, when you draft them, you know, everything that you want when you, when you draft them, the guy is, is, is hungry to learn. Uh, one of the biggest things that when you draft that you got to kind of, you got to kind of got to be weary of drafting high is, is what is the motivation of the player? Is the player, you know, happy to be first round draft pick, second round draft pick, um, or, you, you know, like if you go back to, um, who did I say? Oh man, if you go back to those late round draft picks, um, my man that, that's coming from there, guy's gonna have a chip on his shoulder right off mm -hmm. the plate. You know, or, or is he gonna have this man? <laughs> grown man Evans plays like he got a chip on his shoulder, like he's got stuff to prove. You know, and that that's awesome. You know, and that's awesome because you're going to continue to grow not only as a player but uh, as a student of the game. And that's going to allow him to continue to get better and better. Um, I really love that their attitude, man. I look, man. I just love to watch them play. They love. They just when you watch them play, they, it looks like they love hitting people. And I'm just going to be honest with you. I'm a linebacker. I love hitting people. <laughs> I played defense for a reason. Um, they they love the game, man. They love the game, and you can feel that passion the way they play. You can feel that excitement. When you look at that play that Evans made in New England on the goal line, mm -hmm. yep. on, I was jumping up in my room. <laughs> like, like, like I I love that, and they're young, and they're young. So you're you know. Oh man, the skies is the limit for those guys, man. And, and I know they're holding each other accountable. I know, man. I, I I know how the Titans. You know, I know Coach Brable does a great job with that defense, and you can tell, man. You can tell from from the defensive line to the secondary units play well together, 
and those two feed off of each other. You know, when those two are in the game, we're, we're doing pretty good. We're doing pretty good. And they take turns. They take turns who's going to make what play. And you can depend on both of them. And they, they complement each other so well. You know, they complement each other so well at that inside position. You know, one might, you know, you got Rashawn Evans, who's a, a lot bigger. You got Jim Brown, a more, a more athletic linebacker, play on third down, play in different situations. And when you've got that dynamic and that, that difference, but you guys are working together and you guys are helping each other out, man. I, I, I tell you what, man, my my expectations for them are high. I told somebody today, I think this is a breakout year for Mr. Evans. I, I do. I, I do. I can see Pro Bowl. I can see him gaining um, respect. Not, I mean, I already know he's got the respect in the locker room, but I can see him starting getting respect from other guys in the NFL. You and know? Just nationally, you Brad, know, from the, from the media. Guys in the NFL. And I know that Jay Brown definitely has um, – he, he, he's definitely got some respect from other guys in the NFL. You know, that's one thing that uh, – that's one thing that, you know, a lot of players can tell you. The film doesn't lie. You know, the film doesn't lie. And, you know, you can watch a TV copy of the game with, the in, you know, the announcers and they're panning in and out. But when you watch that game field where you're seeing everything, and you're seeing everything develop, and you're seeing guys make plays consistently over and over, that that starts to warrant respect throughout the rest of the league, you know, because we all know what good football looks like, and we all respect each other. Um, and that and that and that's something that I guarantee you that those two guys, you know, those two guys are going to start getting. They're definitely going to start getting that. Yeah, and I, I mean – just the you know you said that they just love the game uh i mean that just the fact that they love the game there that shows up in the stat sheet just because of the hours that they're able to put in on film and uh just the way that they're able to put themselves out there and give 110% because this is uh, it's just something that they love and something they're so, they're so passionate about Definitely, most definitely. And I, I know I left one guy, David Long, that came in that filled oh, in. Oh, he's great. He's great. Yeah, so, you know, and, and definitely got to mention him because that's the young guy. That's the young guy. And I like and, and it goes back to what I said when, we, when you guys first asked me this question, man. First of all, man, without Mr. Woodyard, you know, I, I don't think this group is the group moving forward. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I definitely yeah. think that he had played a huge and vital impact on these young men um, in their early stages of their career to give them all the knowledge that he has had um, and to help them succeed and to be the best versions of themselves that they can be. So, um, you know, like that, and that, you, you can't ask for nothing more than that. And you got a vet like Woodyard. You know, he's teaching these guys how to lead. And, and you got you already got guys like Jayon Brown, who, you know, late round draft, not a late round draft pick, you know, but you know, not a first round draft pick. He's got a chip on his shoulder. And you got mm-hmm. Evans that, you know, hurt his first his his first year and definitely has some things that, you know, I definitely know he wanted to prove. And these guys, these guys are playing. You know, they they're playing with with motivation, man. They're they're playing with 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 a reason, and I guarantee you, it's probably to win a Super Bowl. 
Because, I mean, that's the same reason that, uh, that I played. And I know that these guys are probably doing the same thing, if not more, if not more. Like you said, it shows up on the stat sheet, man. You got David Long that, that's only going to continue to grow. Um, and this, this core, man, this core can be really good. This core can be really good. It can be really good, really good, really good. Yeah, I think this will be the year. Uh, I just see them coming out and actually kind of like Tanner said, getting the national uh, recognition that they deserve, you know, which I guess as Titans fans, we're kind of used to it, uh, you know, just being put on the back burner, you know, not being talked about as much, even after going to the AFC championship game last year and then coming back out this year and, you know, everyone, uh, well, I think they'll go eight and eight, you know, nine and seven. And just, I think these guys are going to come out looking to prove something and get the recognition that they deserve. And, you know, like you talked about with the, uh, having the veteran presence, there to help these younger guys develop you know that's something we've talked about before uh and especially even now if you were to uh, go back to looking at the secondary bringing in Jonathan Joseph and having Christian Fulton coming in you know me and Tanner talked about that how you know even if Joseph doesn't play that much the wisdom that he can give these younger guys because you know, another thing we talked about, you're not always going to have that speed and that quick first step. You know, you have to learn how to adapt to the game. And when you lose that first and possibly second step, still be able to be in the position you need to be in. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was talking about Mr. Woodyard and, 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 and the wisdom he left, and, you know, that that's just on the inside linebacker group. They got leaders mm-hmm. in that back end. Kevin Byer and and my strong safety, you know, is it Kenny? Was Kenny Vaccaro, yeah, Vaccaro. I want to make sure I didn't say Velasco. Um, but I mean, you got, you got leadership in that. The biggest, you know, like I said, the biggest thing that um you lost is really, you know, you lose Logan Ryan. That's a blow. You lose Logan mm-hmm. Ryan. That's a blow. That's a blow. That's a blow. Um, that's a blow. Hey, that's that's and that is a good man and you oh man you you lose a guy that does it right that's a role model not only outside the community but in your locker room for younger guys to see how to do it right um the success and everything that he that he's had that 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 didn't come by luck that came by preparation um but you you lose the blow on the defensive line with Casey. So my, you know, my, my take is who, who, who is, who is that guy to keep that part going? You know, do they have it? I know they have it. I'm, I know they have it. It's just, it's going to be, it's going to be fun to watch who, who is that person. They probably right, steps up. That, yeah. Like they already, they, you know, and I, and I, and I say that to not say to not, to doubt that that's not there because I, I know that, you know, I know that Coach Vabral and those guys are coaching leadership from every single position, every single role. And it may not be from somebody who we, who we may see or who the media has, the media thinks it should be, you know? So I'm anxious to see who that guy is. 
I hope it's Daquan Jones. You know, um, I, you know, you got that. You got Big Jeff. You, you know, you got yeah. Beasley that you know. I'm pretty sure wants to to prove something, and you never know. Like, you, you, there's somebody else. You know, there's somebody else emerged. So, you know, the the thing about you know that I said when you lose Casey, you lose consistency. And I think a mm-hmm. lot of a lot of people like we're we we are comfortable and we're okay with consistency you know what I mean because you know what you're going to get you know um and that is that's hard to come by that's hard to come by in an inconsistent type (laughs) play you know what I mean like you anything can happen so to have somebody with that consistency at that high level to go to consistent pro bowls who is you know man Walter pay man of the year and the guy you know that you, you lose you, you lose a lot you know you lose a lot so I'm still I'm interested to see um who steps up on that group on that front end that secondary there that secondary man there's that's a strong front you still got Malcolm Butler you know he's been to Super Bowl um huge play in the Super Bowl yeah about that made the play that you know Got them a Super Bowl, really. So, and a lot of people, you know, a lot of people might say, okay, yeah, but it's age and th- things of that nature. I'm like, yeah, but one thing you can't teach, you can't teach experience. Mm-hmm. You can't, you can't teach experience, and it goes back to what you guys were saying. Uh, when you lose that stuff, are you are you able to use your knowledge and that wisdom and that experience to maybe? detail or craft your game to still keep you ahead of the game um and things of that nature like he he's 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 what we would have called a savvy vet you know Malcolm Butler's a savvy vet you know Mm -hmm. he's game battle tested you know um so you you know you still got you you have him Christian Fulton it just is should just bring new energy you know it just goes back to what you guys were asking me earlier you know, the preseason games, you don't get the preseason games. How, you know, how many reps is it going to take him to get to where he's comfortable, you know, and confident? You know, I think a lot of people can say that same thing about Dora Jackson, you know, where he's looking more confident, more comfortable at that corner position um, and looking <clears throat> and looking more like a number one cornerback. So, um you know, it, it just is it's gonna go back to how many reps is he gonna need um to 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 get you know to get to be ready. But um I like I like I told you guys, it it, it this plays for a great story to make you wanna watch it all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like if if anything, you're excited, you know what I mean? You're you just excited, you know, because you're like, man, okay, all right, all right. I got the Apple TV. Okay, I'm getting new, I'm getting new, getting new channels. You know, like yeah, like yeah. Let's, let's see what this is about. You know, um, so you know, it, it's 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 still early. You know, it's still early with all the stuff coming down. You know, still don't know when training camp and stuff is going to be, but hopefully sooner than later. Yeah, hope, I'm. I'm just ready for football to be back. I am too. I definitely am too. But man, it's this man, that Titan linebacker core, that secondary, that defensive line. I am I am definitely interested in to watch them this year. Everybody, I think everybody has um the expectations for the offense. 
because you kind of know for the most part, a lot of guys come back. So, you know, most people are going to say, we want, you know, we want to pick off, you know, where we left off at, you know, and then move on for the defense. You know, there are going to be some new, some new pieces that are going to, you know, have to play a viable role and, you know, definitely just anxious to see how that goes. You know what I mean? Like, I really think it can go great. I really do think it can go great. I think they got the right pieces in uh, that linebacker position. The linebacker position, that's where it starts. And those two guys right there, them, them two guys I want to be playing with right there for sure, for sure. Yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely something to be excited about, man. And uh, listen, it, me, me and Tyler, we want to thank you so much for for coming on the podcast and talking with us. This has just been an absolute blast. I mean, it, it's been amazing. You don't even understand how much this means to us. So we just we want to say thank you, uh, thank you so much for this. No, I mean, thank guys, thank you guys, thank you guys for reaching out. You know, told Mister Titan the same thing, man. Like it. The game is what it is because of because of you guys. The game is what it is because of you guys. I played high school ball, played college ball. You know, it's good. That NFL ball, you guys asking me about the plays. Like, man, to be in the stadium, man. Ah, we, man, here. Ah, oh, man. Go, Titans, go. And you hear that. <laughs> big play, big touchdown. And you, it just, it, you know, it like, like, that that's a dream come true, guys, man. That's the dream that I had since I was little, and that dream would not have been um, as as great if it wasn't for the fans. You know what I mean? If it wasn't for the fans, you guys made my my NFL experience what it was. You know, you guys made me playing the NFL important to me because of the impact that you guys play on the game. And like I told you guys, man, I, I'm I'm a fan. I'm a I'm a fan of the game myself, man. I I, I could it, I could be 60, 65 years old. Man, I'm still I'm gonna be at football games too. <laughs> I'm gonna be at games just like a normal fan, man, because I love the game and I know I know uh what it means to so many people, man. And I, I know the dedication. I know the um, sacrifices and I know, you know, the commitment that you guys as fans, you guys give us, you know, you guys give us every single, every single day. You know, I, I know that I know even more now that I'm not even playing more. I know, you know, every single day is Titan, 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 Titans, 365 Tennessee Titan. And uh, man, I appreciate that. You know, I really do. I, from the bottom of my heart. So anytime you guys want me on, man, you guys, Hit me up. I love to talk football. I can talk football to I'm blue in the face, some <laughs> shirt. So, yeah, I was about to say, you know, we definitely want to have you back uh, on, you know, many more times, I'm sure. And, you know, it meant a lot to us. Uh, you know, we've messaged uh, several guys, and I sent you the message on uh, Twitter about, you know, coming on. And, as soon as I seen your reply, you know, I was texting Tanner. And it's like, hey, I got someone for us. You know, you know, we've both been really excited about this. And like he said, it was an honor to have you on, man. And we, we really appreciate it. I mean, it's something I could have I, – I really could have never seen myself, say, just like even six months ago in, in a situation like this where I have an opportunity to just – 
have this kind of conversation with, with someone that has been in the NFL and has, has done the things that you have. Yeah, I mean, you've given us so much insight on, you know, what it's like to be out there on the field and going through, you know, the combine, the draft, all of that. I mean, it's just been a great experience for us to be able to talk to you. Yeah, man, I appreciate it, guys. I appreciate it, man. Like, I, like you know, and, and, I, and that's what I love about doing this, you know, because everybody has a different perspective. You know, like, at the end of the day, man, I'm just a fourth-round draft pick. A kid that I went to a, I went to a small school over a bigger school, or so a so-called small school over a bigger school, and um, I've always had that chip on my shoulder, and I've always been that underdog. And so, man, my dream to go to the NFL, man, it like it, like it, like I'm still like I, I like I'm a fan, you know, like and I, I I don't really associate myself as the player, you know, I I just love the game, and so. You know, I, I appreciate these interactions with you guys, man, because the love of the game that you guys have, man, I got it. I got it. I got it. <laughs> and that's special. You know what I mean? So any insight that I can give you guys and, and all I can give you is my my opinion and how it affected me. You know, like I said, fourth round draft pick. Like I wasn't a first round draft pick or anything like that. Um, but, man, I did get a chance to play a few games, so. And I appreciate you guys, man. Thank you guys so much. Thank you guys for being part of the, the greatest fan base and NFL history. Hopefully we can get the, the NFL draft back here again and, and we can do some more things, man. I, I, I love interacting with you guys. Man, you guys rock, man. Y'all rock. Y'all just rock. Thank you, man. Yeah, I'm hoping we can get the uh, draft back here again too. Uh, hey, maybe soon. <clears throat> me. Yeah, me and my now wife, we actually went last year. I think it was the last day of the draft. And, you know, things had calmed down just a little bit from the first couple of days, but it was an awesome experience. Yes, yes, yes. That's all that we have for this week's episode of Titans Time. We hope that you guys enjoyed the interview with Gerald McGrath. I know that we had a blast doing it. Uh, it was our first former Titans player that we've had on the podcast. We hope to have more Titans players and just more guests in general on the podcast in the future. But shout out to Gerald McGrath because he is such a great guy and we really enjoyed having him on the podcast. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast and leave us a five-star rating. Check us out on Twitter at Titans underscore time. Check us out on Instagram, Titans Time Podcast. And make sure that you check out our website, TitansTimePodcast.com. Uh, we're also going to be posting this interview on our YouTube channel. That is Titans Time Podcast. So check that out. Like and comment on the video and subscribe to our YouTube channel. This has been Titans Time, and as always, tighten up. Titan up.